December 28, 2019, it's a lot from Pedro's show.
Okay, great. Excellent. We're good to go. Okay. People, that's my guest, uh, Louis Michelle. Second time, well, it was sometime last year you were first on the show, right? Yeah, I think actually I looked on a little history right there. It said around September of last year, man. Glad to be back. So 14 months. Okay, okay. And, yeah. uh, well, let's, so we start off with John Coltrane doing The Damn Don't Cry, and then a Lost Bayou Ramblers with... Prière de, de l'Ouragan, which uh, means Lura, the Romans. Lura, Lura yeah, yeah, it's a terrible. Uh, it's a hurricane, hurricane prayer. Yeah, I'm, I'm slaughtering the French. And, uh, 
Cajun Don't version worry, of Hawaiian language, which I'm sorry, <laughs> but it means rodents of unusual size, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. Uh, t- tell me about uh, Lost Body Ramblers. What are you guys up to now? Man, we're, uh, uh, well, most recently we just did a few shows. We've been backing up Spider Stacy and Cot Reardon from the Pogues. Wow. And uh, we met Spider, yeah, we met Spider in New Orleans about five years ago. And we've been playing together for about four years now. Super fun. I mean, we weren't, we knew a little bit of Pogues, and people have always compared us to the Pogues because of the whole traditional progressive thing. But it was like when we met Spider and we started playing with him, it just made complete sense. And so we've been playing with, and then Cot joined, and she's the original bass player. And uh, so it's been super fun. So that was our last two shows at Tipitina's in New Orleans and the Pearl here in Lafayette. Where's and, Spider uh, living? Is Spider living in New Orleans? Yeah, Spider's back and forth from London to New Orleans. Okay. Kate, she's up in uh, New York City, right? Yeah, she's been in New York for like the last year or more. She's, so it's last, she first played with us last year, and then she joined us again a few times this year. It's been super fun, man. She sings she sings a few of her own songs, like Haunted, which is I get chills every time she sings it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and Spider's amazing. You know, he fronted the Pogues while Sean uh, – while, while Shane McGowan was out with the Popes, uh, he fronted the Pogues with him and Joe Strummer fronted the Pogues for a while. Oh, that's right. And then it turns out, <laughs> and it turns out that Joe Strummer told taught the Pogues about Cajun music. Okay. So it's full circle. <laughs> it is. It's trippy. He uh, had a bad heart, I think, born with a bad heart, and passed away the same uh. day, a day D. Boone did. It was like 17 years apart. No way. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that trippy? He said something nice about man. that man. I wish I could have met him. He seemed like a nice guy. Uh, yeah, that's what I, uh, everything I hear from him out, too. You guys got a live album. Yeah, yeah. We uh, put out a live album in September. It's our 20-year 20 20 anniversary. We recorded this live album at seven different venues, uh, six of them in New Orleans, and one of them on the North Shore of New Orleans, uh, called the uh, Dewdrop Jazz Hall. It's the oldest jazz hall in the world, they say. Uh, I think it's proven. And uh, it's an amazing old wooden structure. Just, you know, no AC, nothing like that. They just crank open the windows, and they pack the place in. But, yeah, we had a great time recording all the shows, and we actually did it because we were recording a documentary. And since we were already recording all these live music for the documentary, we just said, well, let's make an album to go along with it, kind of like the soundtrack. So we put it out with a DVD and a CD, and then we got the the live album on vinyl, and it's called Astad, which means right now in Cajun French. Okay. And so there's a documentary, and it follows us around. It's all about the language, and then we went to the Grammys and all that, and the, they followed us with that, and they didn't, you know, it cost too much to use the actual Grammy footage, like we'd all have to maybe sell our cars or something. <laughs> <laughs> So but, uh, yeah, so it was, it was pretty fun release uh, in September. We did that, and we came out with a little beer too, a little uh, a little French farmhouse ale to go along with it. That we served at all most of the venues we played. So you guys you know, brewed it yourself? Brewed it up? Uh, no, no. I, I work with a brewer here in, in Arneville called Bayou Tesh Brewing. Uh, I produced a few albums for them, and they sponsored Mammoth Waltz in, back in 2010. And then I, I booked the bands there. Now that they have like three bands a week, so I booked the bands over there. 
and they're just great people and so like we love to collaborate doing different things so they brewed us a special little beer oh wow you mean at the brewery they have gigs yeah they have uh yeah they have bands every friday and saturday and they have a cajun jam every sunday and uh, it's on bayou tesh super cool outdoor super chill they have a pizza oven so it's always a good one i did uh with the meat puppets a, a brewery in grand rapids I mean, the vats are there, nice. everything. Yeah, it's, it's trippy, but it makes um, sense. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Man, that's a lot of, a lot of smaller artists are starting to, like, you know, singer-songwriters and, like, smaller bands that are getting going. They, they just do these brewery tours now. It's like a, a really easy way to kind of get an easy tour going because these breweries, like, they have, you know, maybe they're replacing what casinos did to the live music scene back in the day. You know? Oh, yeah. From what I heard, from what cir- I hear. <laughs> their, own, their, their very own circuit. Yeah, totally, a brewery circuit. And you get beer. <laughs> you get beer. And uh, when you were talking about on the sh- North Shore, is that Lake Pontchartrain? Yep, yep, they call that, yeah, the North Shore, yep, exactly, okay. north on the other side of Lake Pontchartrain. Right. Right across the causeway. In fact, uh, to get to Santa Monica, to, to Jacksonville, you know, you make a starboard on I-10, but there's a little, uh, little I-12, a little... Exactly. Right. It's that area. Okay. And that's the oldest jazz yeah, hall. Yeah, that's North Shore. Exactly. That's the oldest jazz hall in the world. Wow. That's that's what the word is. But, a cool place, too, but, man. We had an amazing time. And turned out a lot of my family uh, came by. We had a family gig. You know, we have our family band, Lifted Amy Show. Okay. We had a family gig, like, just turns out, literally five miles from there. And that's two and a half hours from here. Yeah. So it was five miles from there. And we played this little party like on this little bayou that comes out of the lake. And we played that party and it was like, okay, it's going to work perfect. We played the party and then we hopped in the car and hauled butt over five miles. And we got there like 10 minutes before showtime. And then so my dad and them were were there and my uncle. So they came and jumped in. They came and uh, sat in with us. And so we kind of had like a larger family jam with Lost Bayou Ramblers and stuff. So it was fun. And was that outside too? Uh, yeah, the the private party was outside. But you then, said the hall uh, didn't have a roof, we, right? The hall doesn't have a roof. Was that the hall? What's it called? Uh, again? No, it has it has a roof. There's it's just like uh, they, they open the windows. Ah, okay. There's no uh, there's no like AC or nothing. It's just like it's just still old school. There's they have power, but there's no AC. They just throw open these old wooden windows. We call it chassis in Cajun French. It's like there's no Cajun French word for window. Because <laughs> apparently, I don't know. They didn't have. Well, did, did, last time couldn't afford glass or something. I don't know. <laughs> last time, did we talk about Jimmy's? Jimmy's and St. Charles. Ah, uh, don't. Think okay, so. there was. Oh, J- wait. No, this is old days, Minutemen days, and that they had no air conditioning. <laughs> what, Jimmy? I've never heard of that place. Yeah, there was a place well, on St. Charles. Must have been, uh, we're, we're talking about early eighties. Like <laughs> early eighties, and uh, yeah, I was man, a little pup. And, we, and the first time we played there, we were it was August <laughs> or July. It was t- oh man, it was, brutal. it was a beat down. That was the only place to play for you a long time. Had, yeah, you must have drenched. <laughs> Jimmy's. I'm gonna have to ask about that. Damn. Well, this this van I got this. He kind of like uh, it's 15 years. You know, they stopped making them in 2014. But uh, that's uh-huh. this one here is the first one uh, a vehicle. I've had that has air conditioning in it, like they, they came with it. <laughs> so all our old tours were all sweltered. 
Oh man, crack open that little that little front vent window and <laughs> right. You know what? But, yeah. Uh, with the music too. Here's the problem. You know, you got the windows down, and I don't know 100, 110 dB. <laughs> so you got to put the cassette oh, yeah. player up really, really loud. By the time you get to the venue, you're deaf. <laughs> yeah. Good old days. <laughs> I just uh, I just did. Oh, five gigs with Mike Baguette in California right before an album. Have you ever done that? Where you do a bunch of gigs right before you go in the studio. Man, that, that, and that can be awesome because totally. yeah, I, I prefer to do that if possible. Man. Y'all warmed I, up. Here, he gave us the stuff, you know, two days before the gigs. And then, thank God, gig, <laughs> gigs go up into the air like smoke, right? Or light or something. Because... Yeah, the first one especially was one of the. I stunk it up so bad, <laughs> Louis. It was bad. It was bad. But when it came to recording, man, we did it all, the whole album in one day because we were so by doing yeah, five man, gigs in a row. Tight, that's that's the way to do it, man. I like that. Absolute, and I, I think that's what I'm gonna do with the next Missing Man and Second Man records. Forget this stuff where you. Yeah, book a little tour. Give me one day. Or right. Or... Usually it's the other way around, right? You spend all this time in the studio trying to get stuff together, and it don't have mm-hmm. a feel like playing a bunch of gigs and then going to do it. Yeah. Now with the live yeah, album, I love it that way. I mean. You know, I love, I like writing in the studio, but I also love just being able to pound out what you know and just be like, okay, yeah. that was it. I mean, you know, it's both beauty and both, but man, I like, and or, or even if you're going to do fresh stuff, at least be tight when you get yeah. in and not have like, have it played in three weeks or something like that. Well, like this live record, this is what, was it the first gig after oh, yeah. a three month layover, right? You probably <laughs> were doing some gigs. Oh yeah. I mean, they're all, well, the cool thing about it is there's, there's like two years worth of gigs in this live album because we like, you know, once we started digging in, we were like, oh, we, oh, they recorded this gig at the Maple Leaf last year during Mardi Gras. It was like the Sunday of Mardi Gras or Jazz, and it was happened to be like the 400th anniversary of New Orleans. And we had our friend dress up like Bienville and like we paraded <laughs> out into the back and like through the art gallery next door. And so you have all this like cool energy from, all these different times of year. And uh, yeah, there's a bunch of, bunch of different stuff we had to choose from. I mean, we listened to hours and hours of music. Wow. And, and then we even made a few, uh, a few uh, collages. If you were like, a, uh, like we took the Kalenda one, we, we took a few different parts from a few different venues. One of them being the music box. I don't know if you ever had a chance to check out the music box in new Orleans. It's a pretty new place, but it's a, uh, it's these it's these it's a village of musical houses and each house is like its own instrument some of them yeah. have like samplers and loopers some of them have like like you could play the bass on the sliding door like the door when you <laughs> open it and you tap the string and it gets lower and then you close it gets higher and and all like all the parts of the houses make no make music and they're uh they're all like wired up into this crazy central giant sound system and it's it's a trip and we've done it a few different times so we did uh some we took some different parts of that and with some other gigs and made a big kalinda collage so <laughs> there's a lot of different stuff in the live album it's fun man 
I would like to ch- I'd like to check that out. I was in New Orleans in October, uh, and the place they usually play is One Eyed Jacks. It's like oh old, yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, uh, it's like a little old yeah. uh, burlesque our, burlesque theater. Yeah, man, it's an old movie theater. That, that's our favorite. That's kind of our home home uh, venue as well. That's that's the best, man. The people there, the the vibe, and I think I saw you and Johnny, our guitar player, took a birthday. Pic- Y'all have the same birthday, I believe. Twenty. Y'all took a birthday picture together or something. Oh like? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Johnny, yeah, I think because it was recently, right? Right, right. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Yeah, 62. Yeah, that's Only a great 62 venue. 62 more. Man, next time you come down to New Orleans, we'll have to uh, we'll have to try to figure out something in the music box. Or sometimes, you know, sometimes like there's special events. Like they're always like, hey, try to find some cool guests and then figure out how to get them over. And like do sometimes we'll do like a few days rehearsal and then like four Speaking of doing a bunch of shows, we'll do like four shows in one weekend there. So, and it's like this crazy thing where you're moving around from house to house. So it's like you're not only remembering a set list, you always remember, also have to remember the pads, where to go, yeah. and what to play. <laughs> but when you so tour, like carry on this piece of paper. How many gigs do you usually do in a row when you tour? Man, we we've kind of we've kind of gotten more into just like the the good thing about what we're so lucky is we we're able to play so much in Louisiana. Yeah. So touring, we've kind of limited to like a little bit fly out, some drive things. Uh, I mean, also I have like, I've, I've happened to make a bunch of babies in the last few years <laughs> with, with my wife. And, uh, <laughs> and so like it is a little, got a little harder to like, Get out for long periods. Yeah, of course and, you uh, can't. You can't get them years back. You guys, you know, my pop was a sailor. <laughs> that, in fact, this last yeah, tour I did, wow. my drummer Raul, missing man. I, I told him, man, he's, he's got a daughter who's two years old. You got to spend <laughs> wait because yeah, my tour, man. like this tour I just did, it was forty-five gigs, forty-five days. So, <laughs> and it was about thirteen thousand three hundred eighty miles, and I drove every mile. Jeez, jeez, that's awesome. <laughs> well, you know, I got that's a bum knee. I got a bum knee, and it really breaks my heart when I see my guys schlepping the stuff. I got a little cart I can move my bass stuff in, but man, I feel guilty, so I got to yeah. pull up some slack somewhere. What about this tune here, "Stay"? Yeah, "Stay." Is that how you yeah, man? It? That's a yeah. That's a, so we recorded that actually. Uh, we played the uh, Montreal Jazz Fest in 2013, uh-huh. and uh, our our bass player at the time was working, making Arcade Fire's album, and they have that studio in Montreal, and they let us go record there for a few days, and we came up with that. It was like these I had these dreams, and when I woke up, I wrote them down, and it was about, this dream was about being in a flood and there being snakes all around my feet, and then... And then it did flood like the next week, and it was kind of like I mixed both the flood and is also about touring and going home to your family as well. So there's a lot of a lot things of in there, and uh, a lot of layers. Yeah. Let's listen. <laughs>
from Lafayette here tonight. To me, I'm in Lafayette. Armory Barge, Olava, Karen, Ashley, Tricky again. Yeah, come on, say, Miss Ami. That's what I'm doing, sister, so swallow. The pie is something of gravitude. C'est vraiment un samedi que on a, on a, on connaît pas quoi ce qui va venir demain. Là. Et mais quoi ce qui va devenir demain? On connaît pas. Mais moi je veux savoir, mais je connais pas. Là.
thank y'all so much for being here one of the times tonight. The Watch for Pedro Stowe uh, oh, show. Okay. Well, it's funny because stay without the H is uh, uh, I'm, I play with two Italian guys in a band called Osonia de Marinaio, and uh, Steph knows the guitar man, and they stay is his kind of short nickname, huh? So that's oh, why I was yeah. interested. Oh, yeah, all right. And, and what's it mean? Nice. It's from a joke with you guys? <laughs> yeah, it's from a joke. They had a band from Bourbon Street who was uh, some friends of ours who were like some down-the-bayou Cajuns who were like, you know, were speaking French in the womb, and like, and he was like, oh, man, we've been having a great time on Bourbon Street. Man, we've been playing that Rihanna song, Stay. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we couldn't get over that. It's like right, right. this Cajun band playing Brianna's Stay. And somehow that became the name of the song, Stay. Well, that, that's right. You know about music. You can, you can do shit like that. I love it. Yes, totally. Yeah. And it's part of the thing. It's like, you know, baby, come, uh, come back to me. Stay. Stay. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be though my vision uh, from Guido Spanoki, featuring Rupert Cox, Christian Craig Robinson, The Healers with Jingle Bells. Yeah, we got some Christmas. People, we were going to do this the day before Christmas, but Louie got sick. So glad you're well now. Oh, man. Glad to be better. Frosty from Mold Omen of Balmore. Very be careful. Some, uh, I think they call it Valentino. It's, it's a kind of Cumbria. But it's Columbia version instead of Mexico. Arturo and his nice. brother. Yeah, great band. Accordion. You know, accordions in a lot of yeah. places. Great places. Actually, my second man organ yeah. man, Pete, he plays, uh, I mean, he's a great Hammond organ player, but he started on the accordion. Nice. His people came from uh Yeah, Croatia. it's a worldwide instrument. Yeah. Dick Contino, I remember, was like the bit, last big rock star in the 50s or something. Uh, Santa Sabbath into the Yule. That's Bob Lee to <laughs> in, into the Yule. You know, into the void, but with Christmas lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> Edda Pesnia from Maya and the Revolutionary. Hell yeah! Finally, Lost by Ramblers with the live Freetown Crawl uh, Fighting oh, Crawl. Yeah. Freetown Fighting Town. <laughs> yeah, fr- uh, fight. So it's a uh, Freetown is like the area south of downtown Lafayette where Andre and I's grandpa, Papa Lou, Louis Michaud, was born. Okay. Um, we have a little we have a little picture of him as a baby on the porch, and uh, it's a cool little area, man. It's like a it's it's kind of one of the nicer areas of Lafayette where it's real chill, small, and they have a few good venues like the Blue Moon. There's a place called the Acadian Superette that makes plate lunches, and we do gigs at night. And then on the north side of downtown is what they call Fightinville, and the story goes that it was originally called La Place de Creole, and uh, La Place de Creole, like where where the Creoles live, Creole but place, yeah. you know Creoles, of course, a whole a whole giant discussion of what Creole means because like I'm Creole but it's kind of become more racial where it's like oh Creole means mixed or black or mulatto you know, mulatto and all these yeah. things but but Creole really just means like you're born in the new world like my ancestors are French but I'm Creole because I'm born in Louisiana right so anyway well, La Place de Creole became Fightinville because it was like where people from one neighborhood would meet people from the other neighborhood to fight in the middle area <laughs> and they, the, the literal on the map it says Fightinville so it's like Freetown, and there's Fightingville. <laughs> it's like, okay. okay, we're at the so end of the first uh, hour. Quest, a quest across Lafayette. We're on the first uh, end of the first hour, Louis. Uh, December twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. Dish Watt Pedro show special guest Louis Michaud. Hold tight for hour two. December twenty eighth, two thousand nineteen. It's the second hour of the Watt Pedro show. 
shit out the trunk. Tell these hoes all the time. Ain't no fight to fuck. She think it just cause she fine. She get whatever she want. I'm sipping here to see black. Out the wrong and blunt. While I'm writing these raps and holding my nuts. I ain't giving a shit. I ain't giving a fuck about my dollars and cents. And God we trust. I hustle till I get tired. Enough is never enough. I think these niggas is wide. Trying to set me up. I think these niggas is bitches. Trying to act like they tough. Trying to tap in my phone. I'm trying calling they bluff. Losing never been option. Getting Money's a must. Lift the bus, get buff. Oh, when shit get rough, I put in work in these streets. Then they put me in cuffs. From a thug to a god, growing pains and drunk. I'm rapping now, but I used to pamp hoes, you know. Yeah, I used to do my thing. The rap game is like a bum at the corner store. I can't spare my loose change. Nothing never stays the same.
silver and you can own all the money in this world for all I ever wanted was the back and wine and a good old friend that would be standing by my side. We talked a while and then she said, well, that's it? I said, no, there's another verse. I said, you can have your gold and your silver, and you can own all the treasures in this world. For all I ever needed was the back and wine and a good old dog that would be standing by my side. He wants to hear you think what I sing about the youth. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. for Pedro yeah. Show, start the second hour off with uh, the unknown. <laughs> La Inconu. La Inconu yeah. Way. Okay. La Inconu Way. <laughs> That's a Lost Bayou yeah. film from the Lost Bayou Ramblers. And, uh, Hop Move from Galaxy. Unlux with Healer. Henry Kaiser with Old Saw. I saw him a couple weeks ago. Vicious Fence with Same Cell, Different Paint. That's um, Wasco at Cleveland. Simon Grab, brand new Apocalyptic Paranoia. Uh, Growing Pangs, uh, Die J Rights. And finally, Ethel Mae Borke with You Can yeah, Have Your Gold. Like okay, so t first yeah. tell us uh, tell us about this uh this is not from the film that's a documentary that's being released with the live stuff here. This is from something else, right? Yeah, so it's funny because we made our own documentary, and we called it Obak Continue, which means we're going to keep going, which I'll talk a little more about that. But um, this Lanco New is from a, a film, like a feature film, a drama, some friends of ours made called lost by you <laughs> okay and they so like this is they kind of aired at the same time it was like a little confusing because lost by you was not about us but ova continue was our thing but uh so lost by you is it's a really cool uh documentary it, it premiered at uh tribeca and it's a really cool film uh you'll probably see it coming out this year uh you know 2020 sometime but lost by you is also part of your band's name <laughs> Yeah, well, they came to us like two years ago and said, hey, would y'all grant us permission to use the name Lost Bayou? And we're like, hey, that's nice of you to ask. Sure, go ahead. And then they asked us to do the score like a year later. And uh, so we were talking about the Fightingville. Uh, yeah, let's go back on that because it was recorded at One-Eyed Jacks. It used to be called the Shim, yeah, Shim Sham and, uh, Shack, right? Or some. Yeah, Shim Sham. That's right, the Shim Sham. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so it's, so I was because it kind of makes a full story because we were uh, Andre and I we've been playing for twenty years as this band and we were finally ready like hey let's like we've never stopped you know we've played like every you know almost every weekend and definitely every month for twenty years and uh, like you know maybe eighty to one hundred twenty gigs a year and uh, and then we're like man let's take a little break let's take like I don't know six months or something. And so we, we were like, okay, well, we got to do it, but then we can't just stop. We got to, like, let people know. So we said, okay, hey, everyone, we're going to take a, a hiatus. And then so the, the reaction was anywhere from, oh, my God, they're breaking up. What's the matter? Like, 
you know, to, oh, good job. Y'all take a break. Thank you. You know, that's all we want. So, <laughs> all these reactions. And then, but then, so we go to take our break and our last gig before the break was that gig at one eye jacks where we recorded the, uh, Freetown call crawl fighting real brawl. And man, we just, you know, it was our last gig for six months and we just got just, we had just a great time and got tore up and just had an amazing time. And, and, you really hear it in that in that recording, and it's uh, the film of that recording is on the documentary. You can see it live, and like we're all like drinking whiskey in the song and all this stuff. And um, so, so then right after we take our hiatus, we go into a hiatus. Right after that, we go straight in the studio to record this soundtrack for like three weeks straight. So, you know, and then we did another. Uh, another little like soundtrack and then we finished our own score and so it was like it was a hiatus from playing live but it really wasn't much of a break which is awesome because I mean who really wants to stop yeah. we just needed a little break from you know we just been a long time and we actually had to go through a we had to go through a, a unfortunate lawsuit with an ex-member or like for like a few years and it was just a really a drain and we got through it but it like we're still paying for it but hey you know, live and learn or whatever. And, you know, it's like we were just it, even that was two years after that had finished. And we're like, you know what, let's take a little break. So we took a little break. Just it was nice, you know, and then we just just jumped back in playing and we didn't even rehearse. We just jumped back in like the following March and just uh, and we just keep on going, you know, and it's uh, that's how it should be, obviously. But sure. it was a nice little break. And then we did this Lost Bayou film at the same time. So. It really wasn't much of a break just from live playing. Well, tell me about Ethel May Bourquet. So yeah, it's uh Ethel May Bourque, Bourque, it's like Bourque, oh, Bourque. like pork. Okay. Uh, so we recorded our first album at our camp, the family camp, which is a little one room shack. It's like a hundred years old on Bayou Vermilion, and our dad lives there now. He bought it from the family that we were leasing it from. My, our grandpa used to own it with. Uh, with um, some other people, as you know, some people share camps, you know. Sure. <clears throat> and uh, and then he sold it to them, and then we leased it from them for like a hundred dollars a month forever. And I used to live there, and we recorded our first camp there. Or, excuse me, we recorded our first album there, Pilet Breakdown, in two thousand two. We put out in two thousand three, and uh, and we we put uh, the neighbors of the camp were the Bork family. There was Mr. Sidney Bork, and uh, he was – I used to follow him around as a little kid, and he just was, man, the oldest school dude I ever met. He had all his animals. He didn't speak any English. He only spoke French, and I would follow him around. He explained everything to me in French, and I just kind of <clears throat> kind of go along with it, and I felt like I knew what he was saying but because uh, I didn't speak French yet. And then he brought me into his kitchen. His little wife had a bonnet, and uh, – she was cooking. She was cooking beignets in hog lard, and making like really strong coffee. And uh, so my cousin ended up taking a picture of him, and we wanted to use it on our first album to kind of represent, you know, this is our Cajun music and this is our reality or whatever. Yeah. And you know, this this guy is the biggest idea of what we know is to be Cajun. And she got in contact with us because we were trying to find the family to ask they're okay. So she got in contact with with us. And wanted to give us a song. And uh, I had just met my, who is now my wife, Ashley. 
And we ended up that being our first date. I was like, Hey, can you give me a ride to this old lady's house? She was like, okay, sure. And we, we ended up, we both spoke French by this time. And, uh, we ended up finding her out. She had moved to near, um, kind of where Dockside is on the other side of Bayou. We found her house and she gave us this song, this amazing song that we call, uh, La Vida en Paul Malheureux, song for Papa. And, uh, and she sang this to her dad while he was dying. And uh, it's, I think we played it last time on the show. And uh, yeah, I think so. Amazing song. And then, she, and we just became friends with her and would go hang out with her all the time. She taught us so much, so much about the language, so much about the land, like met like native medicines. And I mean, just her stories were outrageous and her songs were beautiful. So we, we, we'd record and we'd hang out. And I ended up getting enough, like, 20-something tracks. So I ended up putting out her album just a few months ago, Ethel May Bork, Chanson La Compagne, Songs of the Country. Okay. And she died uh, a few years ago. She, was that? Uh, okay, yeah, I understand. Uh, uh, I remember you talking, uh, last time you were on the show, you were talking about this lady. Very inspiring. Yeah. And her voice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I love this, the singing. <laughs> I'm so glad you got them 20 songs. This one's called T. T. Louis. Yeah, that's she's singing for me. It's it's, it's basically saying because they call me T. Louis because my grandpa was Louis and I'm T. Louis, which means little Louis. Ah, and okay. uh, <laughs> and uh, and she's basically saying he's not a millionaire. He's just a musician. My sweet dear friend, little Louis. Let's listen. <laughs> Il amène ses bons amis avec lui. Ils sont si amables, ils sont si magnifiques. La moitié me pas besoin d'être ici. Moi tout seul après mon nuit. Quelqu'un qui peut m'apprécier, quelqu'un pour m'aimer, quelqu'un que si voyons, moi je me trouve un tour de bons amis. Oh, il est juste un petit musicien, il est pas un millionnaire.
robbery Blazing all the faces that you normally face It's real when you wake up and you dance here Yeah, it's a fool, but the crowd is under your bed Why don't you find it while I find
Wow. Tebro show, yeah, that was T. Louis, Ethel May Bork. I've been uh, yep. learned the right way to say it. Dardo with I am, Andre Vita out of Berlin with Ma Tang, Transcendental Hesitation, M. B. Jones out of Pusan, 
Alexander DeLarge with Gotta Show You, out of Milano, Mod Vigil, Wipe the Fluid, Australia, and the Levy Bandits, Gadoom. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is Levy Bandits? So Levy Bandits is a, it's a collaboration between this guy named Imagine I Am. He's this amazing tripped out artist from Lafayette, Chad Falk. Uh, his he grew up next to where we played music in our grandpa's barn, and they have a truck customization shop. And he would just work for his dad and sit back there and cut up songs and do all these remixes and all this crazy awesome rapping he does. He's from New Iberia, and uh, and so he started remixing Lost by You Rambler songs from our starting our first album. New Iberia, then, that's like, Tabasco, right? The island. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. He lives down there. That's where he's from, but he lives in Lafayette. Okay. Exactly. And uh, so so he and uh, this guy, Josh LeBlanc, and, uh, and Jesse Duplachant from Egan, they made a remix of Kalinda from Lost by Ramblers, and we called it Gadoon because don't say Kalinda, Gadoon, Gadoon is the lyrics, and Gadoon, Gadoon is the kind of the uh, verbalization of the African rhythm from Congo Square. Ah. And so that's how they kept the rhythm in the song. It was like a nerd. It was like a ended up. It, it kind of goes back to the Kalinda story about the lost by your ramblers. Sure. Like how, you know, all these cultures came together. Yeah. I heard about Congress. And made new music. Quite, so yeah, quite a history. The Willow we're at the second end of the second oh, hour. It's amazing. Uh, December 28, 2019. This is what Pedro show. Special guest, Louis Michaud. Hold tight for hour three. December 28, 2019, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. City, we were sitting on the porch, nine, body wanted to do two step, kinda feeling like it's back in 1937, all cages go to heaven, swim across that by you tash, through the muddy water in the middle of the night, riding horseback, uh, hunting for the polecat, triple up, baby, eight left on my head. Girl. 
Watch for Pedro Show. We started the third hour off with Granny Mae from the Levy Bandits. That's uh, with the new Iberian collaborator. Now a <laughs> Shreveport resident. Or Lafayette. Re- resident. Yeah, Lafayette. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, mixed up my head. And then uh, Organs is uh, guys from Dublin. Bushy's one of them from uh, Estelle. They made this uh, I guess a record out of two jams. Maybe something like uh, Ornette or John Coltrane would do like Ohm or nice. uh, Ascension or Dance in Your Head. And yeah. This was number one. Last show I played number two, the out of order, but th- there's the whole uh, enchilada. And then Soul Creole. Trois Trois Yeah, in French. Here's the great thing I like about French being so econo. You don't have to say the last letters. <laughs> that's correct that yeah. is right right a lot of like times my name louis michaud yeah right right you don't see them yeah uh, rondy vokes you know it's rendezvous yeah. <laughs> of course uh, anyway this is a, another prod soul creole yeah this is uh this is a band that um this is like a zydeco band that i'm in with one of the best zydeco slash accordion players from any genre that I've ever heard. His name is Corey Ledet. He's uh, born and raised in Houston of a Creole family. A lot of you know Creoles moved to Houston and California, and uh, in the '60s, and then uh, he moved back to his ancestral parks, which is in St. Martin Parish, uh, Louisiana, near St. Martinville. And uh, so he and I and my wife Ashley, who's a amazing percussion and singer herself. And she wrote this song. So we have like a, it, this band is Soul Creole is like a, a, a band, a Zodico band with three front people. We all three sing and it's just complete and pure improvisation. The whole, like when you see us live, it's like we'll go anywhere from old school Creole to new Zodico to like Prince and pop stuff and just go and we'll just be sharing harmonies and it's accordion, fiddle and triangle and then always two badass drum and bass players. And, um, uh, so this is our first, very first recording, and it's called Twaddle, and Ashley Michaud wrote it, and it means the three, it's like the three rows, but it's all about like, like this trinity. It's like the the mother, the father, the uh, mother, father, and the child. It's the trinity. It's the accordion fiddle triangle. It's uh, It goes into all these different trinity things, and it's really cool lyrics. You know, it's a cool melody. And uh, so we released our first single in October, and it's called Twaddle, and that was it. Okay. And I'm going to play here this uh, Le String Noise, yet another prize with Louie. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. This is, from my, um, this is from my residency at The Stone in New York uh, when it was on Avenue C. Oh, you know what? And, uh, residence. Like, Louie, yeah. Residence. I think they're from Shreveport. You know that crazy oh, yeah, band that moved to the city yeah. like in 1970? Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but believe it or not, the residents were from Louisiana. Long time ago. Nice, One of them, nice. that Party Hello. Fox, just lost. Anyway, go on. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, man. No, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, so this was uh, one I did with... Uh, we, we we played a lot with Gordon Gano over the years. Oh. Um, when the Violent Films weren't playing... 
Sure. Uh, we were like backing them up for a while and doing violent film songs. And I was up in New York and he said, uh, hey, why don't you come meet uh, these two friends of mine, uh, Conrad Harris and Pauline Kim. They're a married couple. They're like amazing avant-garde, like out of this world of violin players. And we ended up playing four violins doing violent films covers that night at the Rockwood Music Hall in New York. And uh, when I did my residency, I wanted to recreate that, but Gordon wasn't available because the films had gone back on the road. And uh, so we got uh, Layla McCalla joined us, who's an amazing cello player from New Orleans. Uh, and so it was myself, Layla, Pauline, and Conrad. And they had this arrangement of Gone Daddy Gone. Okay. That's Gordon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. And, you know, he, I remember talking to him once, because Brother Steve from the Stooges would play sax with him. And he told me all my, my whole thing is oh, from yeah. these songs I wrote when I was 17 years old. <laughs> oh, exactly. Exactly. You know? And he still kills them, man. I know, I know. He kills them, and he has no, no other ambitions other than just to play his mute. I mean... You know, my experience working with him is just, he just is just so, like, give, could give a, a an F about anything else. <laughs> it's just like, oh, you know, we can, oh, we could do it. Well, let's just do it. And we just play, and it's just awesome. It's just like pure energy and then nothing. No ego, no, you know, whatever. He's a sharp cat, and yeah. he wrote some amazing songs, and he enjoys singing them to this day. <laughs> yeah, it is a trip. But, but let's hear uh, Lati Bonite. Bonita? Yeah, la, yeah. That's Lati la Bonite. That's a, uh, it's a uh, Haitian song a that Leo McCalla learned from her Haitian roots. Okay, listen. Eu vou 
Les String Noise, Les Tibonites, then Guide by Voices with Everything's Thrill. Uh, on the 31st, Bob's going to play here, downtown L.A., 100-song set. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, in a couple days, right? Three days. Then Gone, Daddy, Gone, Les String Noise, but you were just t uh, telling me about uh, Gordon's tune from BN17, It's Still Fresh, it's Still Alive. <laughs> 
Damn, we're at the end of the show, Louis. I mean, you gotta, I got to have you on again wow. as soon as, uh, like you say, this uh, Le String uh, noise is going to come out, uh, whole album. And, and uh, you got an album coming out with uh, Levy Bandits. When this stuff comes out, come on the yep, show again, yep. okay? Man, I'd love to. Man, I, okay. I love being on this show. It's so cool. I learned so much. <laughs> Get to uh, and man, we've been we've been lucky, fortunate enough to make be making so much music. It's great to have a place to be able to kind of put it all together. You know, man, I love it. Anything you want to send me, send me, please, to... so I can play. Please, awesome, uh, man. I definitely will. And uh, I'm glad you got your health back. <laughs> we could talk. So, uh, oh, hey. in, the, in 2020, we're going to be talking yeah. again with another. Louis Michaud update of his incredible project, even though he also makes a lot of babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with those. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> now, now they're learning. Now they're learning how to play. Music. Ah, My the new band members. New band members. <laughs> yeah, hey, ex- hey, they're learning how to haul, and then they can learn how to play. <laughs> right, right. It's December 28, 2019. Just what Peter show special guest Louis Michaud. People keep your powder dry. <laughs>